Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, go ahead and roll for perception. I got a 13. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language. And with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Will. And I'm Brian. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from feral folk heroes to flaming forests. And today, we're talking about gnolls. Finally. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. Hey, Twitter. You kept picking other stuff that wasn't Knowles, and now it's not your choice. <laughs> yeah, we're doing Knowles today. I just figured it's time. It's time. <laughs> so um, I'm always like, oh, sick, we're going to do Knowles this week. Oh, wait, we're not. <laughs> so so do you know what a Knoll is, Brian? I do. You oh. threw them at me in, oh, our, did. in our, did. one of our first games. It's yeah. like one of the first monsters we fought. Yeah, it's a mob I like to use because they're scary. Yeah, it, um, it was scary. But beyond fighting them, is there anything else you know about them? Just their aesthetic. They're like okay. uh, hyena people, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're essentially hyena men. So gnolls are a semi-D&D original. They're mostly a D&D original. There is a folklore creature called a gnoll. The word gnoll is basically the word troll and gnome put together. Oh, okay, because um, that's G-N-O-L-L, right? G-N-O-L-L, yes. Okay. Um, It's essentially not related in any way, shape, or form outside well, yeah, of the name. Just like these two things, hyena person. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, in folklore, they're not hyena people. Oh, what? Yeah, that's what oh. I mean. So it's mostly a D&D oh, original. Oh, you're saying. They just took oh, the name. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So so let's get into D&D gnolls because the other gnolls irrelevant. Wait, it's um, a, oh, hang on. It's okay. not that irrelevant because it. I'm interested <laughs> It's a <laughs> okay. it's a troll and a and a no. Okay, uh, from my limited readings, it is essentially we've we talked about this in the kobold episode. How like the folklore of kobolds are like these invisible yeah. creatures that do mischief, right? And in goblin episodes, it or like how fairies were like a different. They yeah. were like invisible and like blah blah blah. Same thing yeah. with these things. They're basically invisible, unknowable things that cause mischief. Oh. Back to the okay, got stuff. it. So, Knowles and D and D are bloodthirsty hyena men that are so 
um, intolerable. Even orcs don't mess with them. I mean, oh. orcs will fight them, but they don't ally themselves with gnolls ever. No one allies themselves with gnolls. Gnolls suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't give these guys the same treatment as I do with a lot of the other mobs. I think with bullywugs, with kobolds, with goblins, with orcs, like they're people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not just these mindless beasts. Yeah, they they have uh, culture and agency. Yeah, with gnolls, in order to give them that same culture and agency, you would have to drastically change their lore, and that's totally fine. I just generally don't. Well, yeah, you, we're talking about just the straight up. Yeah, we're going to talk here. about the official lore, but also like I just generally don't homebrew it myself, which I know okay. is not the norm for me. But I think you'll see why as we talk more about them. Um, Gnolls are actually pretty big. I think a lot of people forget this because they picture orcs as hulking and they picture gnolls as more like these hyenas, slender yeah. hyena men. They're actually between seven and eight feet tall. Yeah, they're bulk. They're I, huge, I, yeah. And that's was a common thing for me, too, before I like actually went into the monster manual to look mm -hmm. at them. I was like, oh, shit. Same thing with lizard folk. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, these are like scrawny, like little like pieces of shit that I'll just like bash around because, you know, they're mobs. You, you smash them up. Right. But right. no, they're like beef yeah gnolls are huge i think the first time i noticed it get those thick uh, was uh i i have a bunch of minis D, &D minis official D, D minis and i happen to have the gnoll mini next to an orc mini and the gnoll mini actually towered over the orc i was like holy shit these things are huge is this like a misprint or like a you know a, a defect or like a badly designed yeah, orcs thing. are like what six foot whatever no orcs are pretty big too it actually was a little over exaggerated but it made me look into it and i was like oh wow gnolls really are big they're like seven foot seven like, yeah that's huge i think the average is taller than orc average isn't it i'd have to look into it but if it is it's only slight because orcs, orcs orcs are pure pure-blooded orcs are big half orcs are maybe i'm big. thinking of half orcs. yeah so anyways, um, gnolls are generally depicted as feral nomads that kill and pillage without warning. Um, <laughs> feral nomads. Their, their tribes aren't called tribes. They're called warbands. Now, the reason that... Okay, so they're generally the scariest of the mobs. The mobs, the, the five mobs are gnolls, kobolds, bullywugs, orcs, and goblins. Right. Um, I mean, there are others, but those are like the main ones. Um, and gnolls are by far the scariest. And the reason that is, is because they are incredibly and inherently closely tied with demons. Okay. And demons are scary. So let me tell you the short and terrible tale of the gnolls. Tell me a story, Will. I will. Story time with Will. It's Will's story corner. <laughs> Will's story corner. Let's, let's go. Um, I need a stinger. So, like a musical stinger, went, like right before you tell us a story. Yeah, yeah. We should we should come up with one. Um, <laughs> so there is a demon lord named Yinagu, the demon prince of slaughter, or the beast of butchery. Um, he's basically a giant demonic looking gnoll monster. Um, he's not as powerful as Orcus Demogorgon, but he's he's up there. He's a demon lord. Okay, now I've been hearing the Stranger Things, right? Uh, yeah, what, what about Stranger Things? I guess they say uh, Demogorgon, not oh, Demogorgon. Yeah. Be, that's because I believe De uh, Demogorgon is owned by wizards and Demogorgon is not. So it's definitely Maybe an homage. Not. Oh, okay, okay. Although that's, you need to watch that because that show because number one it's incredibly good and i i recommend it to everybody but also like the demigorgon from uh stranger things is nothing like demogorgon from D. &D. yeah because i was like i told my mom who's a fan of the show uh -huh. like oh they do demogorgon and we talk about them yeah and she's like oh it's this uh, she like explained it to me yeah, a little bit yeah, I was yeah. like, oh that's not demogorgon no it's not because demogorgon is the official demon lord of the show 
Uh, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, Shout out to Demogorgon. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Back to my story, Brian. Wait, oh, interrupt shit, my story I interrupted corner. Story shit, corner. Dude. Oh, no. Okay, it's okay. Uh, so, so Yunagu is the Demon Prince of Slaughter and Beast of Butchery, and he has actually had a lot more success with coming to the mortal realm than other Demon Lords. Cool. I think it's because his MO is very simple compared to other Demon Lords. He just wants to cause untold horror. Just whatever I do, like I just got to get in there. Yeah, that's it's, it. It's, if I can just get in there, yeah, that's exactly it. And basically, he showed up on the prime multiple times, and he just wrecks havoc as much as he can until someone puts him back. So, um, in one of the times that he's done this, in the wake of his of his uh, horror, he was followed by packs of hyenas that scavenged off the corpses of his uncounted kills, <laughs> and and the hyenas that did this uh kind of went into a feeding frenzy and they transformed into the first gnolls that then scattered to the wind oh, crap. to cause as much destruction as possible and they i think, don't count when they kill yeah you you now see why i don't treat gnolls the way i treat orcs or goblins yeah because basically they're just demons. Like demon spawns they're, they're they're like half demons basically wow um so yunagu's mo is he, he he wants to transform the world into a barren empty ruin with not but the decaying dead and whatever gnolls are left over feeding off the dead that's just his idea of paradise just me and my gnolls just me and my gnolls <laughs> and everything else is dead everything else <laughs> fuck it um so so they they have this inherent connection to yunagu um, they're actually, some would say, an extension of his will, and he has this constant psionic connection with all of them. Um, because of this connection, it causes he causes the gnolls to be stricken with an insatiable hunger for the flesh of intelligent creatures. Okay, cool. And it can only it's, it's this constant growing urge to cause blood and destruction, and the only way that urge abates is by the killing and eating of intelligent creatures. Oh my goodness! Like if they kill like animals, it doesn't abate the hunger yeah it it has to be intelligent humanoids (laughs) okay and so uh it just it takes over it takes over their will it's their everything taste this flesh it's so smart yeah (laughs) yeah like they kill a wizard they're like yes they're just like oh my god i'll feel good for a week at least wow man this Um, is like caviar the way basically this wizard thumbnails hilarious (laughs) anyways this constant thirst for blood makes them friends of no one basically because um like they just can't be like even orcs like they'll just eat the orcs although the orcs f- would fight back formidably and like it wouldn't be like they'd be overwhelmed but like or, or, they can't orcs, ally them orcs are also like fast food for <laughs> for gnolls yeah pretty much you they're know? not the smartest they're, just not they're not the sharpest tools in the shed enough. in terms of thinkables um so yeah like so eating intelligent things is their end all be all um, <laughs> They have no homes, like, because they're feral and they just, they're nomads. Okay. They have no skills aside from killing. Um, (laughs) I thought they made, like, I don't, aren't they really good thieves? I thought there was (laughs) gnolls. No, they just pillage and kill. I thought there was a Xanathar's Guide thing where they, like, kind of made a special specializations of gnolls. I do know that Forgotten Realms does treat gnolls a little differently. I think they have a little bit less inherent connection to Yinagu. Okay. Um, or maybe they've like descended or like grown like, to do other things. I don't know. Yinagu is still a big part of like gnoll society in Forgotten Realms, but you know, it's a little bit conflicting because if you read uh, the, the Forgotten Realms wiki on gnolls, it's like a completely different read from all the official 5e stuff. And the official 5e stuff is supposed to be steeped in Forgotten Realms. 
And since I am personally not familiar enough with Forgotten Realms as a campaign setting to know the difference, I'm talking official material here. So okay. I don't know. Xanathar's Guide is really steeped in, in Forgotten Realms. Right. So maybe that's where you're getting that from. And I imagine that they, they could make great thieves because they are very dexterous. And we will talk about that. That was um, just like a quick. I don't even know if I saw it in there. It was like okay. a quick flip through. I was doing. I was like, oh, there's other gnolls. Like how they made uh, more kobolds. Right. Oh, no, that's not. I am not thinking of official. Okay. I'm thinking of a third party book. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, okay. everybody. All right. All right. Well, well, let's let's keep going here. So um, because of the way they are. Um, they have no, they have a societal structure, but it's barely a structure. They have one, they have a structure. It's just really bizarre. And we will talk about it. Um, generally speaking, gnolls, they're chaotic, they're unpredictable. Um, and a big part of their chaotic, unpredictable behavior is actually lent to the fact that their boss, Yinagu, is constantly sending them signs, omens, and visions of what he wants them to do. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Because of this, dolls are constantly on the lookout for signs and acting on them, whether they're there or not. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, they're... they're like Jim Carrey in the movie number 23 or whatever. Yeah, there we go. Um, the point is, like, they're unpredictable. You never know where they're going to show up when they're going to strike what they're going to do who they're going to decide to kill and, and whatnot like they're just they're unpredictable they're also they're very strong they're incredibly fast they're relentless they're just pure evil um but luckily they're incapable of organizing themselves beyond small war bands because right. they war among themselves too if they run out of people to kill they will start killing each other so it's like groups of like maybe 20 or less or what do yeah, you think i think that's a healthy number to, okay. to pick because um, it's mostly like we're getting hit with like six to 12 of them i guess in combat yeah yeah that's just typically like because we're playing D and like we're building combats that we don't want to be like messy and take hours right typically yeah. i mean maybe you do. i don't know so so we will get into like the their hierarchy if mm -hmm. you will but first let's take a minute and take a short rest let's do it all right Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. 
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey everybody, welcome to the part of the episode where we stop talking about the last thing we were talking about. Don't think about it anymore. Think about how much we love you listening to the show. If you can hear the sound of my voice, thank you so much for listening to my voice and the sound of it. I also thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys. Um, let me tell you a couple things about us. Like we have a Patreon. Uh, you can find it at patreon.com slash the dungeon cast. There's a bunch of bonus content there and there's going to be more bonus content there in the next upcoming months. We're going to put on some new one shot campaigns. The vault Raiders are holiday special. We've already got some up there. We're going to have some new ones up there. Get in there. Check out some show notes, early episodes that because we record ahead of time and anything that I have early, I put up there. It's just a, a matter of like me getting it done early. Yeah. So don't expect like. So you know, you're, six so, episodes ahead of where we are because we're not that far ahead. So but. if you're listening to this now, it was probably on Patreon for the last couple of weeks. Right. Indeed. <laughs> probably probably about that. Probably. Um, there's usually like a yeah, like a two week lead time yeah. on that. Anyway, you can also find us on SoundCloud.com slash the Dungeon Cast, or if you search for us on YouTube, or if you go wherever podcasts can be found. If mm-hmm. you're listening to us on iTunes, or if you have an iTunes, please leave us a review on there. It'd be really awesome. And if you're watching us on YouTube, which you can search the Dungeon Cast on YouTube and find us, thanks Josh Freeland. Uh, hit the like and subscribe because that really does. You know, I know everybody says that, but it's because it helps everyone a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, hit hit us up in the comments. We go through there and we'll answer questions or you know talk about points of interest or anything like that we are active you can find us on you can find us on twitter at the dungeon cast or if you want to send us a message uh like an email like a question or a show suggestion or anything like that you can find us at the dungeon cast at gmail.com um but um man the space out here it's cold and uh and lonely not like the show maybe we should go back to the show yeah let's go back to the show (laughs) we keeping that Ah, uh, yes, my warm, toasty show. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back, and we're still talking about Knowles. Um, oh, before yeah. we get into <laughs> Knowles Society, let's talk God. about Knoll behavior. So unlike orcs who kill for resources um, or Up. for glory, you know, or just to, like, to prove the power of their might. Or because, like, somebody, t- like, is controlling them and told them to. Or that, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> Knowles just love killing. Um, it's just what they love to do. They they aim for weak targets first because they just can be killed that much faster. Yeah, I can um, get more killing in if I kill the weak stuff first. Exactly. And I shit, man. I love killing. Yeah, they don't they they don't glory in killing something strong. They don't care. They just want it dead. Yeah, the act of the killing. Exactly. So it's like you wake up in the morning and you look over at your buddy and you're like, So what are we killing today? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Glory and honor, of course, are not a thing with them. They can band together. Um, to take out much stronger foes if uh, Yanagu compels them to do so. Okay. Uh, to the point of like, you ever seen World War Z? <laughs> I've <laughs> the seen. The movie. Okay. Yeah. At our the job we worked at together, uh-huh. I've seen enough World War Z. Okay. Because okay. of, you know I'm sure why. you've seen the scene where um, 
all the zombies are kind of like hitting the wall and then they're crawling over other zombies. Yeah, and they're crawling yeah. up each other yeah. and like Brad Pitt's like, no. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, Knowles will do that to a city. Okay. If they if Yanagu compels them and gets a like uh, an army of them together, he they'll do Noel that. zombies? Wow. Well, no, not Noel well, zombies. Well, not zombies, but they although, act like zombies. Although we will talk about Noel zombies, but... But what? before that, no, I mean, they just <laughs> literally will kill and climb on dead bodies till they get over that wall. Is that? I'll wait for Noel Zombies to ask my question. But that's that's wild. We need to climb yeah. a wall. Time to stack some Noles. Yeah, time to stack some Noles. Um, so uh, believe it or not, they're very proficient bow users. Like it's a thing with them. Uh, okay. Because it just gets them to the kill that much faster, I guess. <laughs> I, can, I can kill at range. Yeah. Like, I don't want to wait till I get there. I'll just kill them now. <laughs> I'm going to run as fast um, as I can, but I'm going to shoot all these arrows on the way. Exactly. And they never, ever, of course, leave survivors. Like, I mean, like, not why if, would you? Yeah. Like, not if they can help it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about Noel. In, inversely, is, when, yes, when, I, when I'm a player in a game and I roll up on some Noles, I also don't leave survivors. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so no Society or what they what you could call a society um they kind of speak in two different languages one of their languages is just a series of snarls and growls that get basic concepts across but when they need to communicate something a little more complex they can actually speak a really rudimentary form of abyssal oh wow the fiendish language of the abyss um they are led by either a pack lord or a flind a flind. That's a new word for that, me. That is a new word for you. So let's first, a pack lord is basically a mighty warrior amongst the tribe that curries favor with Yinagu via living sacrifices. They tend to use blood runes that they put all over themselves to oh. give them like supernatural power. Okay. Like greater physical strength. I see. Okay. Um, a flind are something even more powerful. They are extra big and strong. Um, they are more demonic looking than a regular gnoll, and they wield these huge magical flails that, like, when you're struck by them, they not only physically uh, mess you up, but they also drain your body and mind of energy. Oh, so this is a uh, like an extra gnoll, and it's carrying a magical weapon? Yeah, exactly. So what is it? Does it have a statistical effect when you get hit by the magic drain? Yeah, I'd have to look at the Flynn's... Um, a monster set, but I'm sure it does. I'm it's sure Giga it's Drain like from Pokemon, yeah, but it's Giga Drain, but evil. Like they um, do, they do damage to you, and they heal a quarter of what they did to you, or whatever. I don't think it's a healing thing, but like, yeah, it it does extra like necrotic damage. I'm sure, or That's something f- along those lines. Um, there's sure. only ever one Flynn in a pack. Oh, um, when a f- if a Flynn is slain by another Knoll, that Knoll, if it grabs the the flail, will become a Flynn. It's so a, it's tied to the weapon. It's tied to the weapon, but it's also tied to Yunagu's will. Okay. Um, so he's got only got enough juice to get like one flint in there at a time. Yeah. A f- it, there's only ever one flint per pack. If there is a flint, the flint is in charge. There is no pack lord. Okay. Like, so Okay. So you understand. Yeah, I got you. Um, but in the pack lord thing, they all have the runes. Like there's a big group. Yeah, that they are... use the, the, the pack lord will have blood runes all over. Oh, them. so just, also just They're the one. like a, a flint light. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So uh on a on Diet a, Flind. Diet Flind. Uh <laughs> on a side note, uh females are actually indistinguishable of males. Now I actually like this fact because in the real world, uh hi in with hyenas, uh the females are so masculine that they are they're not they're actually it's beyond being indistinguishable. The females are more masculine than the males, or masculine in the way that we would commonly perceive that. They're okay. bigger, buffer, 
more manly. They have more testosterone. And <laughs> I'm not. I'm not playing. That's, oh, it's actually an actual life. testosterone that's, thing. I, I think it's an actual testosterone thing. Okay, um, for sure. There's also some other facts that are grosser that I won't get into. But um, but I, so I like the idea that the females are indistinguishable because it's like that kind of reflects real life in its own weird way. Okay. Moving on though, the pack is generally composed of warriors and hunters. The hunters are like quicker scouts that tend to stay on the outskirts of battle and whatnot. Okay. You know, what you would think it is. Um, there is a special type of warrior amongst the gnolls that's called a flesh gnar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which they just, just eats the skin. They they just <laughs> <laughs> they just uh, specialize in close combat. They're extra fast and they go into like a frenzy. They're frenziful. So it's like a barb? It's like a barbarian, yeah. It's like basically. a barbarian version. Um, there is another um, class, if you will, of gnoll called the Fangs of Yunagu. The, these gnolls are basically regular gnolls with the extra capability of casting rituals on the bodies of their kills. Now, this rich, a, oh, no. a body that's had this ritual cast on it um, is then introduced and fed to the hyenas that they, they keep. The, this gets really weird. So the hyenas that eat these bodies go into like a feeding frenzy till they're just bloated and fat until they eventually burst and give birth to full grown gnolls. What the hell? This is how they replenish their uh their numbers when uh they're like on the warpath and they need to replenish their numbers as they're going. This is how they do it. But wait, how does that make more gnolls? Demonic magic, bro. <laughs> if you're eating if you if one knoll dies to make one knoll No 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 no. They kill Whatever they're killing. Let's say they kill a bunch of orcs. Okay. They then cast a ritual on all the dead bodies and bring in the hyenas. The hyenas then go into oh, wait, a feeding they frenzy. they have animals with them. Yeah, they, they hyenas, have hyenas. Hyenas tend to like And the hyena dies and becomes a gnoll. It explodes and gnolls come out of it. It says gnolls, oh. bro, plural. I didn't say how many. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's, so there's have that. Have you seen Cloverfield? Uh, no, actually, I haven't. I saw the the sequel, if you will. Oh, I guess I get. It's I, very. I good. didn't see that. It's but super good. The dude. original Cloverfield with like the giant monster movie. Yeah, yeah. It like let off these little mini monsters mm-hmm. that like ran about the city, and mm-hmm. when they bit, oh, I don't know how like spoilers. Yeah, well, like when it bit people and they escaped, like what this only happened in like one scene. The girl that got bit and escaped like blew up, and the and the thing came out of her. Yeah, like a full grown one. Oh, that's like uh, it's it's the same in reverse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, this yeah. Is, I don't know. Yeah. It reminded me of that because yeah. things are like hum- uh, living things blowing up and giving birth Indeed. to a full grown other thing. Yeah. So, so we talked about um, how gnolls will turn on each other sometimes, and when that happens, in order to um, make up for the loss of numbers in Yunagu's army, mm-hmm. um, the no the winning gnolls will cast a ritual on the dead gnolls. Well, first they'll extract all the bones from the the fallen gnome gnomes gnolls and uh, cast a spell on them to resurrect them, and there'll be these skeletal gnolls called gnoll witherlings what that will hell? fight alongside them. Yeah, gnolls are messed up, dude. Like so, these they're scary. God, they're taking the time to get all these bones. Better for Yunagu's army. Does that army, mean dude. that they have to like de-skin the bone? Like get rid of? They just they just need the bone. They just need the bones. Oh damn. Yeah. So they can't just like drag. It's more involved than like just. It's a little more involved. The body. They will gather all the bones and then they take it to a place to do the ritual. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. So a lot of demonic evil stuff. It's real dark stuff. These guys are not your average mob. You know, 
No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> see, um, when you hit me with these knolls, they just like rolled up on us. We didn't get all this. Yeah, you didn't get all the juicy lore. Didn't. <laughs> I didn't know they'd been resurrected from like the dead bodies of like hyenas or whatever. Yeah. Or like birthed. To, I, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it was all unnecessary to know that. So well, true. Uh, I, just I mean, game monsters that look scary to to attack you guys. All right. Um. That that's all I have on knolls. Like, you know, unless you got questions, I can answer those. I, I thought we were talking about Noel zombies. Oh well, that's the Noel Witherlings. Oh, those are the oh yeah, those the are the zombies. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well that's cool. Can they make? <laughs> is it like bigger? No, it's just a big. Be s- They're scary looking. I'll I tell love you that. making uh, giant versions of monsters. Like somehow yeah. explaining some way that that happened. This seems like a cool way it'd to be, do that. It'd be cool if they did like a a Noel Witherling of a Flind because they're extra big and scary. I mean, so like, like a Flind Witherling. Really I got cool. like so many bones here mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna make one big old guy with all the bones and it would look like super misshapen because you just got a bunch of like femurs stacked on each other to make a leg or whatever <laughs> yeah that'd be fucking awesome oh uh, yeah that'd be cool um and, like it's this skeleton definitely not skull is like a bunch of skulls you yeah. know it's definitely not official or why not just multiple skulls like why not multiple heads like a Cerberus no like, Witherling. There's like a really broad shoulders and then just like eight skulls yeah, like across. Behold the monstrosity. <laughs> They're just like in a line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that's a little too creative for Yanagu. He's just like, no, no, no. Just bring it back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So any, any other questions, Brian, about Knowles? <laughs> no. Specifically? No. All right. No with more. that, then I think we are going to call it a game. Let's call it a game. Nasty Knowles. See you later. <laughs> Talk to you guys later. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.